Actually, a Delta operator gave that to me not long ago. This was his everyday carry. And I prayed for him overseas. We had a fob. We're a ministry, and we're praying for Delta operators to be set free from demonic activity. Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Scripture that, that I want to share with y'all is it's found in the Bible. It's a good place for the scriptures. Uh, it's in John, 1 John 3 8. 1 John 3 8. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. But listen to this. Listen, listen to this. For this purpose, for this purpose, the Son of God manifest did right here that he may destroy the works of the devil i like that part it's an actionable thingy it's a mission it's an operation came to destroy the works of the devil you know how you do that you you expose it first then you engage so our ministry does three things really well by god's grace we Set captives free, physically. We, we've been doing it for years, and we're thankful to God, both here in the U.S. and overseas. Southeast Asia, Middle East, we've been all the way down to Colombia. Then we set captives free emotionally from trauma by the power and the word of God through good counseling to replace lies with the truth of who they are, not what's been done to them. And then third, spiritually, to present the gospel in a way that we live it out. You can speak it, but you have to live it or you're disqualified. And there's a lot of people naming themselves as Christians. Sometimes I'm like, shh, just shh. You're making it hard for some of us. And I'm not talking about perfection. I'm just talking about the right direction. Does that make sense? Huh. So this idea of destroying the works of darkness. Jesus said he was manifested to do that. So that's what we do. I want to share one case with you of uh, a Southeast Asian girl. His name was Nora, who was uh, an orphan girl. Both parents were dead. She was the chief provider for her younger siblings. And I won't go into the whole deal, but uh, very evil, a very evil man who was wealthy, um, would abuse her, uh, even move her out of country, and he, he owned her. And it always starts in the mind. Threats, but the battlefield's in the mind. And then one day, he decided to kill her. So rape, battery acid, pulled her in a remote place, horrible. He tried to cut her head off, and her hand was there. He ended up cutting her hand off left her to die. Look, I just recently, me and another team member just got back 
from a Southeast Asian uh, recovering and being part of happen. A girl who had been stabbed. We see the worst. We see evil manifested that you shouldn't have to deal with. And all I say is pray and support us so we can. And then the Christians and the leaders who are offended by what we do, all I say is don't get in our way. That's it. You, you, you want to handle the Bible a certain way? Do it, man. But for us, as one person told me, well, how many people like in Iraq, because we still have a house there, how many people in Iraq, how many Muslims are being, you know, converted? Are you preaching the gospel? I said, I've been reduced to having to live it, my friend. People know. Cowards and pedophiles and rapists, they're, they're all the same. They're cowards. Men who beat women, who beat children, they're just cowards. A lot of times they're demonized, but you can see this guy without his money, and we hunted him for a year, and it cost us a lot, but we never gave up. Because I made a promise to Nora when she was in the hospital wrapped up, I gave her a promise. I said, we'll catch him. Because to live without, to live after something like that, knowing your attacker, your abuser is still out there, and he actually sent three men to kill her while she was in the hospital. Because in Cambodia, if you can kill the person, there is no case. It's pretty crazy. So do you understand why prayers matter? And believe me, this is not anything we asked for. Me and my wife, we did not ask for this ministry. It's going on 20 years. But we're happy. We're honored to do it. With your prayers, it makes a difference. But you guys, today's special. We flew Nora in. And I want to introduce it to you today. Nora, why don't you come on up, sweetie? Thank you. Hello, everybody. I'm really happy to meet you all. <laughs> yeah. She just wants to say thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so my name's Holly. Um, I run the Girls' House, um, All Things Possible Girls' House of Refuge in Cambodia. So we're in Asia. We'll just say Asia. And um, I've been there for 14 years, and we've had a lot of women and children come through the house. And um, Everybody's a different story, so the stories are sad and everything, but what I love and what I'm addicted to personally is watching like them come from the hospital or just talking like with their face down because they're, they're ashamed to look up. And when the gospel comes in, when the Lord reveals to them that they're actually, he created them and he has a plan for them and he loves them. And we go through his word at our house every day. I live there in Cambodia. So we go through his word every day. And you know what? Guess what? I've gone through it every year. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. It never changes. No matter what anybody says about me or them or anybody else or you, the word of God never changes. It is solid and it is written. 
Jesus Christ loves me, he loves you, he loves all of us, and he died to set us free so that we can live in him. That's why we're still here on earth. So, yeah, so I'm thankful to Victor and Eileen. They saved my life when I got attacked. So, um, yeah, God bless you, and Jesus loves you. Thank you, Holly. It's, um, we're excited someone has, uh, we're donating a prosthetic hand for her arm, so we'll be doing that while she's here. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you about Holly because she in herself is a miracle. Um, she's been in, she's been doing this work for 14 years from Southern California, from y'all's area, a blonde, going to Cambodia not knowing the language. And Khmer is not an easy language to learn. You ain't getting that on whatever those apps are. <laughs> yeah. They, the, and to be in a country where Poi Pot killed millions, uh, it, it's, it's unbelievable the darkness there. But she went because the Lord told her to go and she has endured all the way to the point of someone trying to kill her. And then that's when we engaged and said, yeah, because she was, she was with a Christian organization that only wanted to take a percentage of her small amount of money she was raising every month and give her no cover, no protection. And I just said, what in the world? is wrong with the standardized Christianity when we'll do it the special operations way. We'll get things done. And it may, it may be in the gray, but that's okay. That's my saying. We'll get it done in the gray, but that's okay. But I, I love to tell the story real quick. Holly's in there. She decides, you know, early on uh, to get a girl who's being trafficked, a little girl kid. She goes and the guy is trafficking her. She, she's going to buy her, buy the, buy the girl, right? You pay the price and you own her. That's the way they do business down there. So she pays the guy. She's like, okay, the girl's drugged, horrible, severe abuse. She takes her. She's going to take her back to the safe house. And the guy realizes, this is American in the middle. No, there ain't no other Americans around there. I can get more money. And he, he makes the mistake of trying to undo the deal and get more money from Holly. Holly turns around and goes, no, we made a deal. Then he's going to take the girl. Holly grabs him by the scruff and just goes, boom, 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 bam. What he didn't know is Holly had done time in prison. <laughs> Holly was a, what you would call a violent lesbian who, uh, not the ones that would hold the sign up. Um, uh, a drug dealer, an actual pimp. Did work for some organization I ain't gonna mention that are still active and do bad things. Went to prison, got saved, and then said, 
well, I'll go to Bible college. And then she didn't really fit into the church. Imagine her, you know, handing out bulletins. Or the offering plate. And you know what? It's okay that you don't fit. Some of you don't fit. Find your fit with the Lord. Be who he made you to be. Some of you try to fit into this, you know, and the Lord's saying, no, I want you to go and lay down your life. Go, but just go. Some of you parents been trying to force your kids to go to college, a four-year university to have their minds polluted. It says who? Did he say it? Oh, well, that's what we do. Really? So you're going to pay somebody to twist your child's brain so that they come out and have a degree in gay anthropology and <laughs> with a minor in, I don't know, gender dysphoria. So, and don't think I'm some anti-gayist. Is that a word? anti-gayness, I'm not. Actually, I help promote a group called Gays Against Groomers. Yeah. And I just interviewed some of them for my podcast. And the reason why, and this is a sad black eye on American pastors. Gays Against Groomers are so fed up with people within their own community, drag queens, school teachers, school going after children that they're saying, this is so messed up, we're gonna stand up against y'all. And then they take all this flaming heat from the gay, and they're like, believe me, they've been on Tucker Carlson, they've had their bank accounts, like PayPal and them stop allowing them to get donations because they're a threat. They're a threat. I'm like, where are the pastors in America? Where are the Christians? I'm so glad that a fellow that goes here, Kirk Cameron, decided to take a stand and start doing a little story time hour for kids. I'm like, right on, Kurt. That, that's all it takes. So you're allowed to complain if you get a solution, but you're not allowed to whine with nothing else because it, it's like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so we're thankful one of our uh, initiatives there with Holly. And so we could tell you story after story after story, but God arranges for y'all to see Nora in the flesh. You will never forget that. And, and that's a gift to you from him for a certain reason. Now let me ask this question because some of you are gonna try to catch me afterwards and say, how can I help? We'll pray, get on our email list. There'll be a little QCO where you can get get our weekly prayer updates, pray, if, if, uh, support. We're not broke and we're not poor mouthing. God provides. You want to get in the vestment deal? Come get you some, all right? Just like that. The other thing is people go, well, I want to I wanna kick in doors and stab guys with ice picks. In the, okay, <laughs> good. I love your moxie. You got to go through a funnel to get there, okay? So... We have courses online. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people think I'm, you know, we're repelling upside down out of helos with K-bars on our mouth, snatching babies up and <laughs> shooting guys in the throat. 
Not all of that's true. So, uh, <laughs> so I will say this. We work with law enforcement in the U.S. We just did a sting operation, very successful one, with Homeland Security. They called us in to bring our team to help set up some things, and it was highly effective. Um, we have another thing called Skull, Skull Games, which is an open source intelligence gathering of intel analysts and volunteers coming in to hunt bad people online selling innocent women or children. And we're very effective at it. So there's a funnel, and all I can tell you is go through the funnel through the website. Get started. Take our online courses on anti-trafficking, counter-trafficking. What is it really? Because let me tell you, there's organizations out there do a lot of smoke and mirrors, and they ain't doing nothing. That might hurt your feelings, but it's true. All you have to ask is law enforcement. You and... and I won't get any further with that. We're thankful for the ones that are doing the real deal, but be wise and use discernment. Um, so that brings us to this point. The best way you can help us or the advance the kingdom of God's light against darkness is you have to be free. You personally have to be free as much as you possibly can. Because if you're not, then it, it doesn't turn out good. And when I say free, there's a scripture, again, in the Bible. And I think, I think Jesus said it. Help me remember this. He said it's uh, for freedom's sake you're free. What, what's that? Well, there you go. God Okay, you go with me everywhere I travel, <laughs> and you're the scripture lady. <laughs> TBI, right here. Um, yeah, actually, Dr. Amen Clinics, they did all that stuff on me, and six years ago, and said, you, you've got severe traumatic brain injury. You cannot go back to Iraq or Syria. Cannot. That was six years ago. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I got to pray. And he looked at my wife. And he said, Mrs. Marks, please tell him this is serious. He, it's, and she smiles and he goes, what? I said, we leave for two weeks. <laughs> and she's going with me. He was so mad he slammed his book down and walked out the deal. I said, God takes precedence over your medical thingy. <laughs> so anyway, I've been 11 more times. And if I, if I wouldn't have done that, we wouldn't be sitting here with Nora. Do you understand? <laughs> it's like my wife says, what's the worst that can happen? You die? We die? I'm like, yeah. She goes, then we win. Because we're going to heaven. I'll tell you, you know what, a, uh, a dangerous person is one who ain't afraid to die because it gives them the power to live. No fear, no concern, no worry about man. You just go, Lord, we follow you because everybody's gone this route before, everyone. And I'm telling you, pray for people in positions of ministry leadership. They're the ones that get hammered the most to compromise on everything. 
because they're so worried about getting the number of people and paying bills and all that. That's all real. But that's why I say when I say you have a church that's not normal, it's not. But always remember your pastors and leaders in prayer. They're like the quarterbacks, just one person on the team. You move alignment out, you remove people, they're going to get hammered, okay? So in order to be free, the best advice I can give y'all is what's worked for me. And again, I told you what I've been through. And uh, I, I, I wish I could say every day is easy day, like no challenges. I still say it's easy. But we call them inconveniences, right? That's it. And, um, and you know, people get discouraged about the state America's in and all freaked out and worried. I'm like, that should be motivating us. You don't think Holly's motivated being over there? Complete darkness? Me and my wife still have a safe house in Iraq. We took our children there one summer during the fighting. We said, kids, it's like Camp Kickapoo, but it's Camp Iraq. <laughs> They're still in therapy. So... <laughs> My son came up to me one time. He's like, Dad, there's some Iraqi boys. They're, they're trying to get me to go around that corner because they want to fight. He goes, what do, you, what do I do? I go, if any of them threaten you, punch them as hard as you can, as fast as you can, as many times as you can in the face. Just, just pummel them like a dang hammer. Ba, 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 ba. I said, then they'll respect you. He goes, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I said, it's a warrior culture. If you don't, They'll eat you alive. He came back later with the guy who wanted to fight him, smiling and happy. He goes, hey, here's my new best friend. <laughs> we need young men of that grit today. We need pastors of that grit. Not just grace, but be tempered with grit of your soul. Willing to endure, but be free. And what I mean by that? If God's spirit is in us, what can we not do? What can we not overcome? I'm not saying you won't get knocked down or struggle, but I'm saying you keep moving toward the target. You, you will be victorious. And we've come to believe, just like the younger generation doesn't know about consequences, we've come to believe the lies of the enemy as older Christians that, well, this is the best I can do. Oh. It's so dark out there. <sighs> Jesus, Maranatha, Maranatha, Maranatha. I'm all for Jesus coming back. This is one of the reasons my wife gets inspired every day. I'm like, how do you put up with me? She's like, one day I'll be with him. <laughs> That's a true story. I've asked her, can I like visit you in heaven? She goes, you know. I'm like, woman, we had children together. Did I mean, she, I said, can I like weed eat your, she said, maybe a pool boy. I was like, oh. I'll take what I can get. But yeah, darkness, you know, when it's so dark, that means you don't even have to be a bright light. 
You just be a spark. You don't have to worry about image maintenance or what people think or does everybody think I'm a good Christian? Doesn't matter. Who cares? You got a potty mouth? Okay, keep moving. You struggle with this or that? Push. Come on. Love people. Have integrity. Ask for forgiveness when you blow it. Get back up. But here's what's worked best for me. Taking every thought captive. And there's a scripture and another one right in the Bible. <laughs> and I think it's in 2 Corinthians 48, 109. <laughs> Don't blame me if you couldn't afford the expanded version. <laughs> Downloaded it. Do you know there's a Bible app where you can hear people read the Bible? One of them is Snoop Dogg. What the heck is that about? I, I can hear him high. I, I'm like, dude, you are smoking the ganji reading this. So 2 Corinthians 10.5. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10.5, where, I mean, it basically says you got to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. How do you do that? This is me. If we were in the lobby and you said, hey, Victor, I got a guy that's, man, this guy's been threatening me. He's going to punch me. I go, well, all right, you want me to teach you how to, yeah, or there's a guy waiting. He's, he's waiting with a stick or a knife. He's going to, I'm going to go, okay, well, you know, get a knife. I don't know. <laughs> that just came right out there. <laughs> it is a happy knife. It just wants to. Cut somebody. Actually, a Delta operator gave that to me not long ago. This was his everyday carry. And I prayed for him. Overseas, we had a fob. We're a ministry, and we're praying for Delta operators to be set free from demonic activity. And this guy wasn't a super church guy. My friend, Colonel T's like, you should pray for him, man. He may have demonic stuff. The guy goes, oh, I know I do. Just like that, he goes, yeah, do, do the prayer. <laughs> well, I, there are pastors that are scared to, for me to pray for them. They're like, well, you know, I'm like, what? In case you have demonic activity, you don't want me to find it and crush it? This is what I have to deal with. I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? Anyway, I prayed for him. He got set free. He did have some juju on him. <laughs> Afterwards, he was like, well, Wow, all right, I feel better. And then he gave me this. He goes, hey, man, one word or another, here's, here's my everyday carry. I was like, oh, man, thank you. And it's a little custom effective deal. And he goes, uh, oh, yeah, I just uh, wash it really good. <laughs> His exact words, he goes, it's, it's been used a lot. I <laughs> duly noted. I'll scrub that thing. So taking every thought captive, the thoughts you get are either your own, you're ruminating about something, considering, pondering, or God by his Holy Spirit places something, maybe brings back scripture to memory or prompts you, or it's the enemy. And look at me. Why do you think our country is so messed up right now? People can't even figure out whether they're a male, a woman, a female. A Supreme Court justice can't even define what a woman is. Give me a break. Y'all state right here in California have pedophile den houses. They're letting people loose. 
We live in dark times, which motivates me. It, it, as a Marine, the, one of our heroes in the Marine Corps was Chesty Puller, and he was in Korea, surrounded by the enemy. And one of his young lieutenants was like, sir, the enemy's on all sides of us. I don't know what to do. We don't have a way out. And he just looks at him and he goes, son, they've made it easy on us. We can shoot in any direction and hit them now. <laughs> That's how we should be as Christians. It's like, good, we're surrounded by darkness. Let's be sparks. And darkness will be repelled, I guarantee you. But you got to be free. Take every thought captive. Lord, what is that thought? Uh, you're worrying. You're fearful. You're, you're being driven to lust. You're, you know, you're, I mean, just, it, it's thoughts that weigh you down and pull you down. And it's, we, my daddy used to call it stinking thinking. If it's stinking thinking, stop. Take that thought captive and go, that is not of God. I don't want to think that, so the blood of Jesus covers my mind. You can replace it with scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? I'm more than an overcomer, whatever. But be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. <laughs> I don't even know where I got that from. Is that a, oh, is that what it is? It's cheerling. Okay, super cheer. Here we go. <laughs> rah, rah, re, cut. Oh, sorry. It's a rocky cheer. Lock and load, lock and load. So pull the pin, roll the So listen, you got to be aggressive as a Christian. Thoughts in your mind, this is where the battlefield is. You're seeing the manifestation of it there. You'll see the manifestation of it here. But the battlefield is your mind. You want to be effective? You want to walk close with the Lord? You want to see him do things in and through you you never thought possible? Get your mind together. Be strong. Be strong, and the power of God in his word will give you a strong mind. Yeah. That's it. I'm not getting paid any extra, so. There is no overtime preaching, and we ain't taking up a love offering, so I stop right now. Oh, gosh, why do I even, I'm walking around like I need this. When did I pick this up? How long have I had it? What in the world? Why didn't you tell me sooner? Uh, Exactly. This ain't enough for all of us. I got to bring it in. I'm ready to sing. I like it. Thank you very much. I want to appreciate you for coming out here. Don't forget your waitresses. Good night. That's funny. All right, now this is where I pray and give some of you a chance to receive Christ. Boy, the mood is set just right. Lights dim, low music. If you feel God's conviction on you, which is a pretty sweet thing, and he's drawing you to himself to either get to know him personally by having your sins forgiven and he's saying, surrender your life to me, then respond to him. If you're a Christian, but you're one of those prodigals, anybody ever been a prodigal? And he's saying, come back, come back over here, come here. And you're like, oh. And all you have to do is forsake the nonsense you're doing. And women, it may be a relationship. 
It means you stop the deleting, you tell the guy, nope. You want to know if a guy loves you? Cut off any physical contact. <laughs> Was that a wife? No, 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 no. Increase, increase. Just wives, increase. Love fest at home. Come on, rah, rah. Um, a single woman always like, what's the best advice you can give me? I go, don't sleep with them. Anything else? I'm like, yeah, you're the one, you're the treasure. Let him come after you. But there's not, I don't know. There's not, I'm like, stop living in fear. Trust God. Don't worry. Your ovaries aren't going to dry up and run away from you or something. Oh, yeah, back to salvation. So prodigals. <laughs> this is the worst altar call in the history of the American church. Wait, I mean, I've been in Cambodia, Iraq. Okay, so, oh, Lord, please. Jesus, I know you're here, and I thank you for the joy. But, God, I do ask, if there's anybody here that may be needing your touch to come to you for the first time, Lord, to receive you, to surrender their life, to trust you with their life, I do pray by the power of your spirit, you just settle in on them and, uh, Lord, touch that, that part of their heart and soul that says, I'm drawing you. This is, this is me in spite of the vessel I'm using today. Yes, it's me. If you're not walking with the Lord because you do feel like you're a prodigal or away, just come home. My gosh, the flock's right here. It's imperfect, but the shepherd is not imperfect. The Lord is perfect. You got to keep your eyes on him. You may have stumbled and, and you said, I don't want to do church anymore. I understand that. I get it. But Jesus will never fail you. So he wants to set you free from any bondage you're in, heartache, loneliness. Come back to him. So as I pray right now, everybody's head is bowed and eyes closed for a moment of just, just a little bit of solace. If you do feel like God is drawing you in either one of those categories, raise your hand real high so I can see who you are, and I'll pray for you. God bless you. Who else? God bless you and you. God bless you, 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 and you. God bless you. Good, man. Good. I knew you needed to. Who else? Raise your hand. I'll pray for y'all. That's it. God bless you and you. This is third service. Y'all were partying last night. I know this is, there's a bunch of y'all. Okay, long hair. God bless you, man. Who else? God bless you, sir. Good. It's a pretty cool moment. God's actually drawing you. Yeah, free you. Cleanse you. Give you eternal life. Let you know how much he loves you. Anyone else? Yes, ma'am, I see your hand. Good. Anyone else? God bless you, buddy. I see you. Good. Man, this is great. God bless you, ma'am. Good. This is great. I love this part. All right. Those of you watching, um, I can't see you raise your hand, so it doesn't count for you. Sorry. That's a joke. God sees you. He knows your heart. And you just pray and believe with us right now. Lord, again, for every person that has indicated their need to want to come to you or come back to you, either here physically or those watching or listening, Lord, by the power of your spirit, touch them. Let them physically sense, God, you cleansing them of their sins. 
your blood washing them as white as snow. From the inside out, Lord, you placing your spirit, renewing it in their life for the first time or renewal. And God, I pray you give them the hope of heaven and a peace that they can't explain. But Lord, set them on fire. Baptize them by the power of your Holy Spirit so that things happen in their life that they cannot even explain. And Lord, for everyone here, and those again watching or listening, may we all leave here knowing better about the reality of taking every thought captive so we don't have to be, Lord, lured away, uh, messed up by the enemy, and we can walk at a level of freedom that brings you glory and honor and you desire for us. So we love you and we thank you, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.